All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So, Brian is a slut, and uh, that is evidenced by what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get to the naughty stuff, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is our pick for the best place to meet lifestylers for many reasons. One of them is because it's so easy to use. The user interface is modern and clean and easy to navigate, meaning that you can just focus on the connections. You don't have to learn a whole bunch of stuff just to be able to use the basics of the site, like some others out there. So if you want to use our favorite lifestyle site for yourself, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. When you do that, you're going to get an entire month of all access. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner. We hope to see you at cassidy.com. So we are literally hours away as we're recording this from heading to the Swan Mansion. But as you guys are listening to this, we will have already been there and back. And (laughs) And had the soiree and had a fucking phenomenal time. But we are right now eh, three hours from having to be on a fucking plane. Yeah. More importantly, we're three hours away from me being with a drink in my hand is what I'm going to fucking need. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's where we're at right now. We were recording the bonus episode and you're like, are we going to have cocktails today? I'm like, we fucking better. Yeah, I don't plan to eat anything. I want to get just shellacked so I don't have to fucking deal with this fucking flight. So we have been fucking crazy busy, crazy busy trying to get ready for this. We had so much going on. We completely forgot to check in for the flight. So where are we sitting? We're very literally in the back of the plane. We'll be sitting with the flight attendants in the fucking jump seats adjacent to the fucking restroom. Uh, At least we're close to a restroom because it's also not a short flight. No, it's not. It's like two and a half fucking hours or three hours. I don't even fucking know. It's actually three hours and 40 minutes. You're being incredibly... Well, that's gate to gate. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, it's a lot of fucking time in the air. I am not equipped for such things. So uh, (laughs) literally not sober. Every single one of our listeners knows that because they constantly reach out every time we have to get on a plane. People are like, oh, send Brian my love or I hope you guys are drinking. (laughs) I'm going to be. We'll send pictures. We'll post pictures from the bar at the airport, which is really strange to me. The worst bars in any airport I've ever been to are actually here in Las Vegas. I know it has the worst bars ever. It's the dumbest fucking thing on the planet. You can literally you can do anything in Vegas, drink all the fucking time. And the best bar in the airport is this tiny little kiosk in like Terminal A. It's yeah. and, it, and there's six fucking bar, eight bar stools. Yeah. And if you don't sit down, you're straight fucked. I've seen that fucking thing 10 people deep at the well. And so that's all you got. It's also it's, $20 for a drink. So. Yeah. It's that. And then this other dumpy thing, this Anheuser-Busch it sucks. It looks like a cafeteria that it just happens smells, to serve beer. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> it's nasty. So it's really the well, there. Yeah, that's it. That's really the only two so, realistically, you know, normal places you can fucking get a drink. So you got to be strategic, otherwise you're just fucked. Yeah. So or you get two at a time and you go sit down in a fucking chair and wait at your gate like a you know a real fucking tourist, like a degenerate. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, and I am. I'm totally a fucking degenerate. The only time you get drunk is really at the airport. So. That's it. Yeah. Tipsy as fuck. That's yep. me. I just, I got to have some drinks. I got to have a gummy. I mean, it's a long trip, you know? We're leaving. Our flight leaves at like three something. We don't get, we won't get to the Swan Mansion until 1030 tonight. 
Yeah. Well, so, yeah, with the time change yeah. and everything. So, yeah, and that's way past my bedtime. And so, <laughs> we all know. You know. Old man Brian's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be exhausted. <laughs> out of, and I, yeah. You know, we're – and, of course, the folks at the Swamp Mansion graciously – offered for us to come a day early to spend some time with them. It's not a lot of time. Obviously, we'll be there tonight before everybody arrives tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just not looking forward to the fucking travel portion of it. So what are your what do you think is going to happen this weekend? Chaos. <laughs> Chaos. Do you have any predictions? Uh, yeah, I think I do. I don't know. There's a lot going on. I have I, I am trying to I'm, I'm trying to create some balance for myself. Because there is a lot of amazing opportunities for me. Yeah. Like so, every woman on property wants to fuck you. I'm trying to – I'm really trying to figure out what this looks like. Because let's not forget. How can we forget? It's your fucking birthday. Yeah. So you are front and center. Well, I was kind of a spoiled brat because a couple of the women reached out and were like, hey, do you mind if I ask Brian to spend some time with me? And I was like, that's totally fine. But Friday night is my night. It's my birthday. My man is fucking me on my birthday. Yeah. So anything that I do is – so let's see. I have Friday day – Saturday day, Saturday evening, potentially Sunday morning available. That means you could fuck at least four times. Yeah, it's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a lot. I got to figure it all out. Could you imagine if you had sex five times in three days, how bad you would feel at the end of it? I don't, Me? Yeah, for sure. I'm already fucking tired thinking about it. Because so, you put in work. You're not like a normal fucker. <laughs> no, I sweat. And it's, it's a thing. You go to work. You're in all different positions. You're banging on top. You're pushing up from the bottom. Well, you're spanking. Like, it's a whole production. Yeah, so what, one of the things we're going to be talking about today is I had to opportunity to play with a couple of amazing women this week my friend susan being one of them and another gal earlier uh, prior to my meeting her or seeing her and i like the the gal one of the gals we're going to talk about today the the experience i went to work i was sweating <laughs> i was out of breath i mean it was for real yeah so yeah i'm that's i you know i punch in i go right to work i'm not fucking around yeah you're not a pillow princess you're not the no, type no, no. that's just gonna lay there and let someone ride you unless no. you know your well, leg is hurt like right. that time unless with I susan tore a muscle in which case susan totally did and, and it was lovely by the way it was really nice just to be along for the ride <laughs> but that's not my normal mo so yeah i mean i want to you know i'm trying to provide an experience here you know, so that's why know. you should. Yeah, I don't know what this is going to look like. It's I why you have so many repeat customers because you go to fucking work. I try. I, I try to tell guys all the time, and I, you know, it's it's a it's a quality over quantity thing. You want to really put your best foot forward. I do. I, I want to be. I don't want somebody to say, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, I was at an event. And I got to play with him, and it was okay." I don't want. No, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not going to be the okay guy. I've never heard anyone say that about you. I'm not going to be the okay guy. Absolutely no. not. It's usually, oh my fucking God, you get to do that all the time. I'm, I'm like, just, oh yes. <laughs> I Listen, I am trying to be representative uh, also of us as a couple, right? I mean, that's part of it. Wait, so you're saying if you were bad in bed, it would reflect poorly on me? Yes, because everybody would be like, what the fuck is she doing with that guy? <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, poor Brenna. Or, oh, no wonder Brenna's you know, I was just gonna say, dudes. I was just going to say, it probably is more so, oh, it makes total sense now that Brenna's such a slut because yeah. she has to get it elsewhere. Exactly. No, yeah. that's not the case. Well, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be, again, don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be the guy that's like responsible for such 
you know, connotations. I'm the same way. I think about that even when I'm giving blowjobs and stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. I pride myself on giving a good blowjob, so it's definitely an ego stroke for me. But at the same time, I don't want it, especially like at our events where everyone's kind of friends with each other at this point right. and they all talk to each other. I don't want them to come out and be like, oh my God, she was fucking horrible. Well, it felt like a fucking, you know, lawnmower on my cock or something. Well, even so, again, I was playing with Susan, my regular play partner, my friend, who I've been with many times now, and I have a I have a really good idea of what moves her, right? So, but even when I'm going down on her just the other day, I'm paying attention to all of her cues because I know exactly what needs to be done because thankfully she's told me. Right. Nice and easy. Well, and you've been together many times. Many now. times. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a year. We're coming up on a year. So, That's I know That's so crazy. It is. I know exactly what needs to be done to make sure she has an amazing orgasm, right? right? I also know instinctively that after she has an, an orgasm by from oral, she's super sensitive. So I not only have to pay attention to w whether or not it's working during that time, but as soon as she has that orgasm, I have to stop. I right. can't touch her. So I'm very you know diligent when it comes to that. <laughs> so I'm paying attention to the cues, even though I know her physically and how she moves and reacts it's important to pay attention to that shit yeah you know that's so, what yeah. makes you a good lover i'm trying so i don't know i don't know what's going to happen this weekend i have uh some uh, amazing women who are seemingly interested in spending some time with me seemingly so we am... literally had people reach out and be like i want brian's cock this weekend that's Brian, not seemingly polite <laughs> just saying uh I'm you're way too humble just gonna <laughs> I'm just going to play this thing by ear. We're going to see what happens. All right. You know, that that's my plan. I'm it's excited be, for you. Gonna go with the flow. Well, I think I have a dick appointment, I'm pretty sure, so. You certainly can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I may have a few dick appointments, but right. one has already asked me about a potential dick appointment. Well, so. that's, see, that's the interesting part of these events, the way that we do them. And I, listen, I, I, there are a lot of different types of events. Lots of people host different types of events, and we enjoy a lot of them. I genuinely enjoy the ones that we do just like this, like, uh, you know, Summit Villa in Denver. Our friends are on property, many of whom we've never been intimate with. And we've been together a lot of times in the same house, same property, same events. But there's always like, it's that anticipation, right? Or the possibility that something might happen right. that's never happened before with someone. Yeah. There's always like an underlying little sexual tension thing, but no one really wants to cross the line first, right? You don't <laughs> well, want to be rude or presumptuous. Especially when they're friends. Right. When they're people you genuinely like, because then it's like, oh, if I make a move and it doesn't go over well, then Super what the fuck does that look like? Yeah, it just fucks everything up for everybody. It's awkward as shit. But in a situation like this, there's, there's a good chance that both you and I could play with people that we are friends with and have been for a, a period of time, but have never done anything. Yeah, it's possible. So that's that anticipation that I like. It's just fun because you just don't know. You've get, you know, we're going to have like 32 people in the house or right. something like that. So, and then more people for just day passes. Right. But, ju but just think about just the sexual energy in the house. Oh, yeah. Like Friday night. It's going to be palpable. Or Saturday day. Yeah. Before the event even happens. That's why these events are so fucking fun. The smaller, more intimate events where you are literally not only going to meet, but probably going to spend time talking with literally every single person. Well, also, it's an opportunity, right? I mean, like it or not, many of us, if not all of us, are, are in this because we like to play with amazing people. Right. And so... 
Friday day, Friday night, Saturday day, before the event Saturday night ever happens. You've got all the opportunities you could possibly want. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it, I enjoy it for that reason. I'm More than anything, also, like I said, I think I mentioned this last week or the week before, I'm really looking forward to just bullshitting with the guys. It never fucking happened. Yeah, that'll be fun. But you know what I think is one of the hottest parts of these types of events is when people sneak off together and they come back with these giant smiles on their faces. <laughs> well, yeah, this is a huge home. Bedrooms everywhere. That's Everyone's exciting. Room. I feel like that rubs off on me. The second that I see that, I get more turned on. Well, I get like, like horny. <laughs> it's like, okay, wait, 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 wait. There's five of us here. Who are we missing? Who's missing? <laughs> Someone's missing. And it's like, okay. Oh, this person's husband and this person's wife. Got right. it. Okay. Heard. I see who's here. Okay. You're here. Your partner's not. Okay. Yeah. That's the fun part. Yeah. You know? I'd fucking dig it. I can't wait. It's going to be fun as shit. So long as I can get through the flight, we're all good. I think you'll survive. I certainly hope so. <laughs> so anyway, there's a, we have so much going on. I think we should also say we are officially headed to Naughty New Orleans this year. First time ever. Yes. There's a lot that's gone into this. We have talked about it a lot. I have multiple conversations I've had with people about what we're going to be doing there and how important this is. And especially this year's Naughty New Orleans. We are super fucking excited. I cannot wait. I have really never been that excited to go to New Orleans. I am now. Yeah. I'm so excited. I've wanted to go for a long time. And this is definitely the right year because we've talked a lot about one of our goals for 2023 is to make sure that we're supporting the people and the organizations that really want to move this space forward and really want to do right by lifestylers. And that's what they're doing this year. And I'm really excited to see that in person and be able to, like I said, support it and experience it for ourselves. And be part of it. I'm, I'm just so fucking pumped. So we will put a link in the show notes if anyone is interested in going with us by signing up with us. We'll do some like kind of meet and greet things and some other special things down there. Yeah, we've got some opportunities to do pretty much anything we want. So, so yeah, that'll be super fun. If you plan to go but haven't bought your tickets yet, check the link in the show notes for that. And uh, we're pumped. We're so excited to party with more of you. Lots happening. Lots happening. So we got to get the single guy tip of the week. I want to talk about that. But we were just recording our bonus episode for this week. And it, it just keeps replaying in my mind this fucking porn thing. So <laughs> we right now, we, have, we are on a week's restriction. We are, our hand has been slapped. We are, we're in the dunce corner. Got the dunce cap on by uh, YouTube. Because by some fucking little adjustment in our Podbean platform, our regular episode got uploaded to YouTube. No video, just the audio. And because YouTube considers us to be pornographic, so, you know, fuck you, we, and it has nothing to do with the visual. It's simply auditory. They just don't like our auditory content. Yeah. So we're we, too raunchy. Yeah. So we got our hands slapped. And actually, we didn't even notice it. It went up two weeks in a row. We only got bumped for the one. So we, we just pulled the other one down. But everything's age restricted and all that shit. But they, they just don't like our content. So we have been exiled for a week from being able to post anything on YouTube. And ironically, of course, since that happened, all these videos that are popping up, whether it's fucking Instagram or TikTok or fucking whatever, it's, it's these guys talking about how other guys shouldn't be watching porn. Okay, so it's a lot of these self-help fucking, uh, you know, let me fix your life gurus talking about, uh, you know, drink a gallon of water a day, eat your protein, get to the gym, get your steps in. And oh, by the way, don't watch porn. That's literally the order in which these fucking jackasses do this. And my thing is simple. If you have an addictive personality and you're watching fucking porn 
10 hours a day, that's a problem. You should see someone about that. But the idea that as a guy or girl, gal, whatever, I shouldn't be able to watch porn. I have to put some restriction on my own phone so that I don't watch porn because it is somehow going to fuck up my life is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I mean, I think on ethical porn, there's probably a point to that. For I sure. Think Pay for your porn, people. You know. Not not even just that, but make sure that you're consuming porn that is female friendly, that is not extorting women, which happens a lot in the porn industry. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot more moral issues than necessarily like watching, not watching porn is somehow going to improve your life. I don't buy that for a fucking second. Well, that's the whole, it's like, first of all, the idea that I shouldn't watch porn and jerk off is ridiculous because that's the most healthy thing in the world. Okay? Yeah, yeah, masturbation is so good for you. It helps with your freaking blood flow. Yeah, a little self-pleasure is not hurting anybody. With your, your brain chemistry is improved by it. I mean, all of that shit. Yeah, but the idea that you're te- people are out there telling people don't watch porn. And that's the funny part, right? It's always the people that tout this shit that you shouldn't do who are probably doing it routinely, <laughs> you know? So this guy who's showing people how to block porn on their fucking iPhone is probably just got done watching porn. You know what I mean? It's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, we don't buy into that shit. Watch all the porn you want as long as it is ethically made. And also... And it's not consuming your life. But here's the pro- here is the main issue with porn and men, in my opinion. Men can be lazy and they use porn as a substitute for intimacy and connection with their own partner. That's when porn becomes the issue. Okay, I don't disagree. They're like, I would rather jerk off to porn than put in the effort with my partner and show them romance and then have intimacy with them. Okay, well, let me play devil's advocate because while I totally understand that that's a thing, there are a lot of couples out there, I mean, let's face it, in the vanilla world particularly, where let's just say the female portion of the couple's a little frigid not so much into the sex thing, and then they get on their partners about, well, you watch porn too much. Well, all he gets is maybe the obligatory hand job at his, on his birthday, and so what the fuck do you want people to do? How much effort is that man putting into his relationship? Well, that's just it. Is if he taking her on dates? Well, beyond that, if you're watching porn so fucking much that you're not doing that, you're not taking your, your partner out and you're not putting in the effort to make intimacy a real priority, well then shame on you. But there there has to be, the, the one doesn't exist without the other. Everybody's at fault. Yeah, but women are very, very mentally driven creatures. And if you aren't romancing them and you're not putting in effort and then you're like, well, why the fuck do you never blow me? Right. Like what are you yeah. fucking, t- why would I want to blow well, you? Well, that's caveman shit. That's all we that. ever do is sit on our phones. We don't talk to each other. We don't go out on dates. We see those couples all the time. We, it, it drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we sit at the bar. Any place we go, we're bar people. But you can look at people sitting at tables, sitting across from each other, not fucking talking to one, not even looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. It makes me insane. It drives me fucking crazy. But yeah, I mean, it's so funny. I had a guy reach out. This makes me think of a conversation I had on Twitter not that long ago. He reaches out in the DMs. He's like, oh, I want to get into the lifestyle, but we don't even talk about sex. We're not really having sex. You know, I want to improve that part of our lives first. I'm like, good fucking idea. You shouldn't be in the lifestyle if you're not having sex with your own partner. Bad plan. Yeah. But I was like, how often do you guys go on date nights? And he's like, oh, uh, probably three years ago. Oh. You haven't taken your wife out in three fucking years and you expect her to suck your cock? Yeah, you got to prime the pump, sir. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to buy some flowers. You got to make a reservation. Don't just show up someplace and expect to get in. Make an actual reservation. Put Actually a dress up. Down. 
shirt on that's been ironed. Yes. You know, don't fucking sniff it and you take it out of the <laughs> hamper and make sure it doesn't smell like two-day-old fucking cheese. And, you know, uh, make an effort. Put put forth an effort. And then maybe, maybe you get your dick sucked. Yeah. Maybe. Right? Maybe you have to do it a few times. This is not rocket science. No, no. It no. is not that complicated. There's a little, you know, you've got to have a little give and take. And yes, I agree with you. Women are very much, they're di- very different creatures when it comes to the necessities surrounding sex. They want that romance and it's a, it's very much a, a emotional kind of connection for them, more so than men for sure, in my opinion. But guys got to be aware of that. And you're if you want something, you've got to put in the effort. I've had this conversation in past relationships. Obviously, you and I don't have this issue at all. But in past relationships, I found myself not wanting sex because oh, every, for sure. because sex was about this very like mechanical thing. Like, oh, we're getting ready to go to bed. He's horny. He's talking to me for like literally the first time today and is like, hey, you want to take your clothes off and suck my cock? Like, really? You think that's going to get me going? You think that's going to get the motor revved up here? No, that doesn't fucking work that way. I, I Listen, I say it to guys all the time. If, if your intention is to have sex with your... Your partner tonight like when you go to bed that whole process starts when you wake up yes the minute you wake up yep. that's when that process starts you guys are probably going to be apart all day you got eight hours of work you got the kids you got whatever send him a cute text well you have to start planning for that the minute your fucking feet hit the ground in the morning yep got to make her coffee leave her a little note shoot her a text something you have got to be interactive throughout the day you can't go all fucking day not say a word to each other get home drag your ass in there make dinner you know feed the kids put them in bed and then expect her to just drop everything and just swallow your cock that is a rare creature my friend i mean it's you know you gotta you gotta put in some effort yep so anyway that's my fucking porn rant i just i'm so blown away by it I like it. Yeah. So single guy tip of the week, you had something. Yeah. Okay. So this woman reached out to me on Instagram and she was telling me a story and she's like, I think this would be a perfect single guy tip. And it is because I have run into this several times. There are a lot of guys, people reach out all the time asking for tips for events and things like that, right? Like how do I be impressive at events? And I always say, make sure your hygiene is on point. And it's so funny how many guys write back and are like, well, no shit. Like, yeah, you see, but that's a loaded answer. Okay. And here's the thing. I think the average adult male knows that if they want to go get laid they should probably take a shower wash your fucking junk that's where you're wrong okay that's the problem i've had this conversation with you before actually we just had it not too long ago on the show you cannot leave too much open to interpretation not just with men this is just people in general but specifically men okay because we're pretty fucking singularly focused creatures if you say to 10 guys you need to exhibit exceptional hygiene. You are going to get 10 variations of what that means, right? Yeah. Just like I told you many years ago when I would hire managers, they were in uniform. I couldn't trust them to wear a suit because a suit to 10 different guys looks very fucking different. One looks like a mariachi. The other one looks <laughs> like he's getting married. The other one looks like he's going to the prom in 1972. Right. You know, this is a very fucked up thing. So if you say to 10 guys, hey, your hygiene needs to be on point, they're all going to have 10 very different hygiene habits. You got to be specific. Well, so my point is, I think most people know that they need to shower and wash their junk before they go to an event. Right. That is not all that hygiene entails. Absolutely not. Especially when you go to an event and especially if you plan to play with multiple people at said event. Right. Because think about it. You are getting down with someone. Hopefully you're putting in the work like you do, as we were talking about 
earlier. You're gonna work. You're gonna work up a sweat. Yeah, absolutely. And you're gonna have some sweat in your junk region afterwards. And if you go immediately from one interaction to another, first of all, that's kind of grody. But second of all, you're gonna smell. Listen, here's the deal, guys. Let me help you out. And this will be. Uh, this is a huge focus of mine, especially when it comes to my ability to try to help single guys. And what this is just part of my plan going forward in terms of helping the single guys, right? The single guy summit, all that stuff. Hygiene is very fucking simple. It's like a lot of things. Don't overcomplicate it. But you can't leave too much out either. Because like you just mentioned, right? You're playing, you're putting in the work. Now you're getting you're getting the, that ball sweat, right? It's that gym sweat. Well, <laughs> hey guys, don't forget, you better wash your fucking ass too, okay? <laughs> because and I'll, I'll break it down for you. Here's my hygiene habit. You know this because you helped me do it. <laughs> this is no bullshit. This is how it goes for me. This is a daily thing for me anyway as it pertains to shaving and keeping myself clean because I'm a clean freak and I'm a nut when it comes to body hair. I fucking hate it on myself. I can't stand it. So I, I shave everything. I'm in the shower, leg hiked up, shaving my ass. I do it all the fucking time. If I know I have a date, like I had doubled, I had two dates this week. I'm in the fucking shower. I'm scrubbing, shaving, uh, exfoliating. I am getting down and dirty. I call you in just to make sure I haven't missed anything because, you know, I can't spin my fucking head 180 degrees. Yeah. So, I've definitely shaved a stray hair on your ass a few absolutely. times. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, listen. True love. That's true love. If you guys expect to get a real fucking oral treatment or and a woman or guy or anyone wanting anything to do with your nether regions, you have got to clean that shit up. Why? Just say eating ass. Why are you being so proper about it? I'm just, just saying. <laughs> if you want someone's tongue to be in your nether regions. Not even just your tongue. Do you even want to touch a hairy, dirty oh, ass? Oh, God, fuck I mean, no. absolutely not. And That's guys nasty. are gross. We are gross. No, and I love eating ass when it's nice and clean. Yeah, look, if you don't figure out how to clean your shit up, you shouldn't even be in a space where you might be naked with people. Right, but my point is about maintenance hygiene specifically at events. So if you are going to an event and if, if you play, if you plan to play at all, you need to bring some supplies with you. Travel kit. Travel kit is huge or a little swinger bag of some sort. You know, I've seen guys bring in like little mini backpacks. All of those are yes. options. They should have things in them like... I don't know, some ball wipes Absolutely. or Promescent, just throwing this out there, has before and after wipes that I fucking love. Manscaped has them. You should have some mints that you're bringing with you, potentially some baby wipes maybe if you yeah. don't want to get some of the other options. Unscented baby wipes are the best. Yeah, maybe a small deodorant. They do like those travel size deodorants at Target and other places. Yeah, we're you using can... them right now when we get on a plane. Mouthwash, deodorant, toothpaste, a toothbrush, because look, not for nothing. You're eating pussy, you're licking some ass, you're doing all kinds of shit. You're going to want to clean up in between. And if you don't, you're that's just dirty. You need to, you know, be, be conscientious and respectful of the next person you might play with. And I have turned down a lot of, not a lot of guys, I've turned down a handful of guys because of this exact issue. I remember very specifically one time we were at Secrets and you were playing with someone and I was in the club with a group of friends. Yeah. And this guy comes over, very attractive, very charming, but he leans in at one point to like whisper or something in my ear and his breath smelled like stale whiskey yeah. and I had mints with me and I was like hey do you want a mint he's like no I don't need one so uh needless to say 
I did not make out with him or do anything else with him because he was not self-aware to understand that that meant that his breath fucking stunk and he needed to fix it. I mean, think about it. Even if even if you're only playing with one person that night, yeah. you're probably drinking sugary drinks or otherwise alcoholic drinks. That shit smells. If you ate anything on the way to the club or the event, obviously that's going to be lingering on your breath. Like, just think about these things. It's not enough to just shower and brush your teeth and put on some deodorant before you go to the event. You need to be considering those maintenance hygiene things while you're at the event as well. Well, listen, also, even if you're ha- even if you haven't played yet, you're in a club, for example, it's fucking hot. You're yeah. going to sweat. Are you dancing at all? Provided, you know, you are conscientious at all about your own personal hygiene, regardless of what the the uh, the event might be or the, the circumstances prior to your playing with the first person. You should go and freshen up. Yeah. You know, again, baby wipe, ball wipe, something, brush your teeth, throw in a mint. You got to get yourself cleaned up. And for, by all means, you had better use those baby wipes to clean the crack of your ass, boys. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, if you expect any attention to be paid, you better be clean. Yep. That's just all there is to it. And it's not that big a fucking deal. It really isn't. I have a travel kit with me all the time. It has condoms. It has mints. A toothbrush, toothpaste, ball wipes, you name it, I've got it. I'm telling you, I always know the experienced guys at an event from the inexperienced, especially when I'm working the door or I'm hanging out at the door, because the guys that come in with the little travel bags are the ones that fucking get it. The guys that walk in completely empty handed. Yeah, they're fucked. Like, that's a bad fucking plan. <laughs> yeah, you're, they're totally fucked. So, so yeah. just know that you will also be impressive. Not only you'll be impressive because you'll smell good and people want to be closer to you, but also if people see you walking in with those types of things, I, as an experienced hot wife, immediately know that you are somebody who fucking gets it and puts in the effort and I'm going to be more interested. Well, again, it's a single guy tip of the week. You want to be the more impressive guy in the room, always. The more impressive guy also means you smell good, you look good, you're clean. Your breath is fresh. Hygiene, man. Rule number one, just be hygienic. And one other thing, additional bonus tip for you, do not wear super, super strong colognes. No, no, no. I am so scent sensitive and I've honestly had to walk away from experiences that would I know would have been fucking amazing because I had amazing chemistry with the guy. He was super attractive, great conversation. But the second I step in a little bit too close, it's like I'm getting hit in the fucking face with a wall of strong cologne. Yeah, use a really good soap a little some body wash you do not need the funky colognes or we're not in the 1980s just anymore. one spray not 12 yeah. you know maybe that's a better option or just zero tone it down or not at all yeah yeah that's it that's so the there's easy. single guy tip of the week maintenance hygiene and uh just smell fucking good and you're probably gonna get laid a lot more often 100 <laughs> percent. so we are gonna move on to a sexy retelling i know absolutely nothing about this other than who whom it was with and of course it's with someone that i absolutely adore as well a susan episode because we haven't had one in a hot minute no so we're gonna retell that or brian is going to retell that very shortly but first we want to say thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast This episode of FPS is brought to you by Dipsy. Finish this sentence in your mind. I deserve a sex life that is what? What comes to mind? Don't be afraid to say it because whatever it is, you deserve it. And Dipsy can help you get there in sexy and new ways. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short and sexy audio stories designed by women and for women. Listen, after I've had a crazy day working... 
The last thing that I want to do is just go straight into a sexual interaction. Sometimes I need a little bit of lead in and that's what I use Dipsy for. It's full of amazing stories and for every different mood that I'm in too. Some days I'm looking for something a little kinkier. Other days I want something a little bit more sweet and sensual and Dipsy has me covered no matter what mood I'm in. And if you want to try it for yourself, Dipsy is now offering listeners of our show an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash FPS. That's 30 days of full access, all of the sexy short stories for free for a month when you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash FPS. Dipsystories.com slash FPS. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent is an amazing company that is always looking for new ways to help you out in the bedroom. For example, you guys have heard us talk about their amazing flagship product, the Delay Spray, but now they have it in even more convenient travel packs via their Delay Wipes. They are individually packaged, so all you have to do is throw them in your bag. You use them about 10 minutes before your playtime. They'll help you last a little bit longer in the bedroom and give your partner even more pleasure. Sex shouldn't be about anxiety and Promescent knows that, which is why they offer both their delay spray and their delay wipes. And you can try them at a discount right now. 10% off all of the products at Promescent when you head to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of all of their amazing products, including their condoms, lubes, massage oils, delay spray, and delay wipes. I'm sure that you guys have heard of hotel takeovers before, but have you heard of full hot wife hotel takeovers specifically meant for hot wife couples, cuckold couples, and amazing single men? If not, that's exactly what we're doing in Phoenix this April. April 13th through the 16th, the Real Hot Wives of Phoenix complete hotel takeover is on and it's filling up quickly. It is going to be amazing, one not to be missed. Some incredible content creators will be on property as well as some of the most amazing couples and single guys. Also, Denver, June 23 and 24, the real hot wives of Denver, once again at the Summit Villa. I am so pumped. It's one of our favorite locations, one of our most favorite lifestyle cities, amazing people. What a cool event. Yes, yeah, so you can apply for membership today and see ticket options by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you at one of our events in 2023. So I always love hearing Susan's stories, mostly because when you come home from an experience with her, you seem excited and happy and sincerely satiated. And of course, I mean, that makes me happy because I like when you're happy. So I'm excited to hear about this because you definitely came home with a giant smile on your face this time. Well, I say it all the time. It's always fun for me to play with my regular play partners because it's like you get to hang out with a friend and then you get to fuck them. Right. That's essentially what happens. <laughs> and, you know, with Susan, it's always a blast because unfortunately we don't get to see each other as much as we'd like to because her schedule's insane. She travels a lot. She's very busy, as is ours. So we hadn't really seen each other other than maybe meet for a drink for like three or four weeks, something yeah. like that. I don't it was like remember. a whole month. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, it's always fun to catch up. So we had this, well, originally we had planned to meet Friday. We didn't have that opportunity. My schedule got completely fucked up. So I unfortunately had to, to cancel and, and reschedule. And so I scheduled uh, a day with her on Monday. And so it was later in the day also because Monday's a crazy day for her and us. So I didn't actually get to see her 
until like 4.30 in the afternoon, which of course, you know, we get, I get to her place and I get to play with their dog, which is my favorite part of being there, of course. <laughs> That's your favorite, but she's going to be so offended hearing I, she this. She knows I love him. <laughs> Uh, I sit on the couch, he jumps right in my lap, so I have to play with him. He is so fucking cute. Uh, so. so he's the best. And of course, she'll, you know, she's she was actually in the shower when I got there. So park in the garage, open, close the door, go inside. And uh, she told me she was going to be in the shower. And so she came down. I was already sitting on the couch playing with the dog. So she smells great. She has like a long uh, T-shirt on, basically, is all she's wearing. Poured herself a bourbon. And so we just sat down and started So hold talking. on. Let me get this straight. She's wearing a t-shirt, no panties, and she just pours herself a bourbon? Absolutely. Oh, my God. This woman's my fucking hero. She's the best. And so we sit down and talk for, you know, the better part of an hour before we ever play because it's just fun. We're just catching up. And she's fucking hilarious. And, of course, there's always a little flirtation going on. I'm, you know, petting the dog with one hand and rubbing her leg with the other, you know, that kind of shit. But it was great. Also, you talk about friends, right? Like This is a friend. And she understands that life is fucking crazy. So she also had her, her clock set, her, her phone uh, alarm set for like 4.45 for me because I had a fucking Zoom call with a bunch of lifestyle folks that I had to take while I was with her. Yeah. Which was so fucking cool, right? Because she, she had her own shit. There's like, no problem. Do what you got to do. So I dealt with that. But she was just so understanding. And that's that's like the best part of uh, who she is. is and, and as a friend, it's just, it's just cool. I love it. Anyway, dealt with all the fucking work bullshit. And I want to. I just want to get her naked because she's already semi naked. I was gonna say, anyway. what a fucking tease! She knew exactly what she was doing with that. She knows precisely what she was. Was she wearing a bra, or was it literally just a no, t-shirt? No, no, just a t-shirt. Oh, that's fucking hot. No, just a t-shirt. So naturally, we're we're kissing a little bit. I'm like, okay, uh, I need to get you naked. You know, <laughs> I apologize to the dog. I have to leave. Um, so upstairs we go, and we get to her bedroom. And again, she. It's like. I just said this, I think. It's going to be like a year since we started seeing each other. Which is so fun. That went so fast. So crazy. So naturally, she knows I'm fucking cold all the time. So she's got a heater on the floor in front of the bed because <laughs> she knows that's where I get undressed and get dressed. So I'm getting undressed in front of this little heater. And it's amazing because her place is always fucking cold. She keeps it like an icebox. And it's just, you know, just one of those things that isn't normal if you aren't close to someone, right? They don't know you as well. Well, clearly she wants you to feel not only comfortable, but special too. You yeah, know, that's, for sure. That's something that you do for somebody that you genuinely like, not just, oh, I want you to come over and fuck me because I'm horny. Right. It's more so I care about you. Of course, I want to have sex with you because I'm attracted to you, right. but I'm going to show you that it's about more than just that. Yeah, That's absolutely. what that act says to me. No, there's no question about it. It's it's a very conscientious, it's a very caring, and she's a you know nurturing person anyway. And so I was floored by it, but she does it all the time, and I always forget about it until I'm standing in front of the thing and it's you know warming up my fucking junk, which is lovely. <laughs> so uh, she takes her. Shirt I just off. picture you like dangling your cock in front of the fucking heater. Well, it's a tiny little <laughs> thing on the floor, but if you stand in front of it, it radiates a lot of heat. In fact, you can't get too close to it because it's that fucking hot. But it's great. It's just enough. So she gets on the bed. She's kind of kneeling on the bed. And she still has this uh, this black T-shirt on. And so I, I take all my clothes off. I get on the bed. We start making out a little bit. And so I, I help her. I take the shirt off of her. And like I said, she has nothing on under it. And the first thing she says to me is like, where do you want me? Which, you know, I mean, if that's how you're going to start this thing, <laughs> you know, we're just going to we're going to get all kinds of trouble. So You love to be in control like I that. I do. So we kind of stayed in that position a little bit, on our knees, making out a little bit and kind of touching all over and 
just re-familiarizing myself with her because it feels like it's been so long. But eventually, she lays down on her back, and I'm just kind of kissing and, and licking all over her and just teasing her a little bit. She has these little spots just like you do behind your ear. That's one of hers, too. Really? Right behind her ear? Yep. And she's got two. Well, she has two more. The one is, like, on the nape of her neck, and then one kind of uh, up near her hip flexor on her waist. Oh. So I always fuck around and nibble around there. And, of course, her inner thigh. But uh, I spend a lot of time kind of teasing and just I love touching. the inner thigh. That's so fucking hot. I love when you nibble right there or, yeah, like, it's pinch great. it. Oh, it fucking turns me on you get all kinds of reactions when you do that especially <laughs> if someone's not prepared for it you know uh so anyway uh just kind of you know just playing around a little bit there until eventually like i said earlier i think i mentioned it she is incredibly responsive from oral right right and i know you said much like i am very much so it's yeah. super hypersensitive after an orgasm from oral and so i've got to be very conscientious otherwise she's so sensitive that like she can't, like I can't touch her, especially multiple times. And I actually, I did it this way purposely. So, so I start going down on her very gently, licking her clit a little bit. And the thing about Susan is just this, it's a light touch of just a finger in and around her pussy a little bit, like not all the way in, just, just right there at the entrance, right? She must have like sensitive nerve endings. She does right at the threshold, just a little bit of that while applying a little bit of suction to her clit. And instantly I can tell by the way she moves and her fucking head is completely cocked back that I'm I'm on the right trajectory. I got I got the rhythm. Ugh. So I but I have to be very conscientious because I got to pay attention otherwise it'll be too much too soon and then you know she's out of the game for like 10 minutes. Yeah, you can't right? tip the scale too much. No, no, no. So just being very cautious. So I'm I'm doing this for a while and I'm purposely taking my time. Because what I found is if I take my time getting her to that first orgasm, I can provide another oral orgasm. But if it's right away, super fucking aggressive, she's out. Yeah. So I can't do it. <laughs> so I'm taking my time, which is awesome because I'm also I'm feeling on her breasts and I'm, I have my hand around her neck. Just a little pressure, not a lot. She, li- she likes that, at least not in that position. Just I'm just kind of controlling her a little bit. And I'll go from licking her clit to nibbling on her a little, nibbling on her lower stomach, you know, just kind of moving around and and just building it up until eventually I can tell that she's right there and then she has an orgasm and I immediately back away, right? Give it some time and then I start kind of licking her nipples a little bit and kissing her on, the, on her body and kind of messing with her really sensitive zones again, you know, pulling her hair a little bit, which naturally she likes. And so a couple of minutes go by and I go down on her again. The second time, of course, takes half the amount of time the first one does because she's super fucking sensitive. Yeah. From there, she sits up or, or kind of gets on her knees and we're making out again a little bit. And then she starts sucking my cock, which is fucking amazing, obviously. <laughs> but in the position we were in, it was I was almost kind of off the bed a little bit. So got a little awkward so i lay down and she starts sucking my cock again i have all of her red hair in my hand i'm holding it like a ponytail and you know she's looking right at me stroking my cock sucking my cock licking my balls and to my point earlier gentlemen you want to clean your ass okay (laughs) i was freshly shaved freshly lotioned the whole nine yards and without hesitation her hands are all over my ass. My ass, my balls, my cock, I got it all. 
Yeah, it's the trifecta. I got it all. Why? Because I was fucking clean. That's why. She was like rubbing your asshole or just yes. like touching on your ass? No, touching my asshole. She always plays there. Oh. Yeah. But I was clean. Yeah. 100% fucking lotioned, scented, the whole nine yards. So if you want that attention, that's like, it's one of those things that you can do. Like you don't have to fucking draw a map. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't have to make it fucking obvious. You don't have to arch your ass up in the air. Right. If things are clean, people are just going to gravitate towards it. Yeah, right? assuming that they are into that. Right. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Well, also, if you're a guy, particularly, and you are someone who enjoys that, if you specifically highlight it, right. chances are someone's going to pay attention. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's my whole thing. So anyway, she is sucking my cock. It is fucking amazing. And... This goes on for quite a while. She gets on top of me, just kind of straddling me, and we're making out again, and, and you know, I'm licking all over her. And when she starts making a particular type of very low moan, right, it's almost like under her breath, it's without purpose. It, I can just tell it, like, it's time. Like, we're, <laughs> this, we're getting down and dirty. Yeah. So I laid her on her side. We're kind of side by side, me on my left side, her on her right, making out, touching a little bit. I reach over, grab a condom off the nightstand, which there always are. She has hers. I have mine there. And so uh, I put the condom on, and I'm fucking her from the top, okay? Now, as I put the condom on and kind of pull her down toward me a little bit, the pillow moves from the the top of the bed. And what I see are two restraints. So I'm like, hey, she's like, well, I put those there Friday because I expected that you were going to be here Friday. She's like, I just left them there. I had no idea they were there until I was kind of, you know, mid thrust at that point. So what's your thought? Are you like super turned on by this? Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't want to stop what I was doing to fucking harness her up and all that shit. (laughs) I just simply used that information as fuel knowing full well, okay, she's going to want this to be a little bit more aggressive and she's going to want a little bit more restraint. So that's basically what I did. I didn't want to stop in the middle of what we were doing. It was just too fucking hot. So... From that point, of course, I have her wrists and her arm holding her down, and I am absolutely putting in the work. I am fucking her as hard as I can, which is, you know, Susan is just so fucking sexy, and it's so much fun because she's animated. Her body, like, she's very, it's just, like, nothing contrived. It's just her. You know what I mean? She allows herself to get lost in it, it sounds like. Yeah, completely free. And I can always tell when she's not looking at me that things are really good because her head is completely tilted back and her eyes are closed and she's just moaning. Fucking amazing. And once she has an orgasm from penetration, I I slow down because, again, she's super fucking sensitive. Yeah. So this, again, uh, this goes on for a bit. I then turn her over and now I'm fucking her from behind. Okay. And... Susan from behind is fun because she likes to have her ass slapped. She likes to have her hair pulled. And much like you and I talk about, when someone's not looking at you, things get heated up Yep, because all of your inhibitions are gone. Are you like dirty talking to each other too then? Yes, but it always ramps up when she's face down, ass up. Yep. That's a thing. I'm telling you. It is fucking amazing. Yep. Fucking amazing. And so I'm fucking her that way. I'm slapping her ass. My hand, I'm squeezing her ass cheeks. I'm putting all of my weight on her, squeezing her tits from behind. My hair's, her hair is wrapped around my hand, biting her on the neck, nibbling on her neck, you know, that kind of thing. On the nape of her neck, on her upper back, running my hands all over her. I probably fucked her in that position every bit of 20 minutes. Wow. It was just 
it was just so fucking hot. Yeah. I, it just, you know, it had to be. So it had to it, be. Yeah. It, it, was, it just was meant to be. It was meant to be. <laughs> so from there, now again, I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm, I punched in. I went to work, you know. So this has gone on for a bit. So I, I pull out of her, roll her back over on her back. I take the condom off and lay down. I'm thinking I'm going to need to replace this condom. And so she gets on top of me and she just starts sucking my cock again. And again, again, handful of her hair in my hand. And it's obvious now that this is how she wants me to come. This is an unspoken thing between she and I. We don't have to have this conversation. It's her sucking my cock prior to us having sex is very different from her sucking my cock after. You know what I would say that that's probably the norm with – I mean, I know I certainly For am. For you too, yes. But this is a very clear – I'm going to take care of you kind of thing. Yeah, you have like a goal in mind. It's no longer a buildup or just this fun thing you're doing. It's like, okay, now I want you to fucking come. Well, what's interesting is it's. I think it's obvious to Susan that when she and I are, are, are having sex, my focus is on her pleasure. It gets to a point where she realizes that she, has, she is somehow somewhat satiated. And it's like her whole thing is, okay – use me, take me, use me for what you need, you know, that kind of thing. And so then the whole, the tables reverse, right? right? So she's sucking my cock with a mission. <laughs> I have all of her hair in my hand again, and she is stroking my cock. She's rubbing my balls. She's playing with my ass. She's licking my balls until eventually she makes me come, does not miss a beat. I am, my back is arched. I'm all legs stiff, you know, like it was a serious fucking orgasm we had again we'd not been together for a long time it was a big fucking deal and much like everything else with her she's very thoughtful once she's done she gets up goes to the bathroom cleans herself up gets a towel brings me a towel we, i get cleaned up she takes the towel she then lays down in bed with me just laying next to me and we're just kind of cuddling right that's just what we do and that went on for quite a bit and it's always comforting and it's fun and satiating and comforting because we just have this understanding like there's a there's an understanding between us as to what each of us needs and enjoys and you don't even have to talk about it anymore so what you didn't use the restraints this time no 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 had i known they were there absolutely i would have i had no fucking idea they were there so is it like motivation for next time because i want to hear about the fucking restraints well it's, it was motivation in that in that moment. I knew where her head was. Right. At. She wanted something a little bit more right. rough. And and she and I have talked about this, and she actually talked about it with you, about wanting it a little bit more rough and, and kind of a little more dominant and aggressive. Well, she made it clear that she is uber turned on by your aggressive side. Right. And that's what she and I... So we're ramping up to that. So like when my hand is around her neck and I'm fucking her, like I was on top, actually from the top and the bottom, when I was fucking her from behind my left hand was around her neck most of the time. And that's kind of, that's a, it's a little bit of an increase from where we've been. It's a, you know, we're stepping it up, squeezing a little harder, pulling her hair a little harder, slapping her ass a little harder, really kind of digging my hands into her ass a little bit and more pressure and holding her down and restraining her without the restraints. Once I saw them, I realized, of course, okay, this is where her head's at. And I just manually restrained her basically. Yeah. And didn't let her really touch me while I was fucking her while I was on top of her. And so she likes that idea of giving up all that control. However, when it comes to her providing me oral, for example, she's 100% in control. Yeah. Like that's like... 
that's her thing. Yeah, but that push and pull, that tug of power and and control is very hot. It is. So, I mean, I one of the hottest things I think I've ever done is being restrained and then being let out of the restraints and then I just like pounce on a guy. Well, sure, because you've been it's almost like you've been isolated this whole time Yeah. and now you're free. Yeah. Right? So that's it's exactly- like all of that pent-up energy is just unleashed and it just becomes this incredibly fucking hot angry thing almost fuck oh god it's hot well yeah well with her it's like not even so much angry it's has been built up yeah i'm not sure anger is the right word but you know what i mean well yeah it's like an explosion of energy it is it's this buildup of energy and then it's the exchange of energy that's hot right because now i'm on my back i'm laying there she's sucking my cock and it's fucking amazing and i don't want to do anything else right you know what i mean like i'm good right here i don't need to do anything else so Again, we're laying there, and and it was really just amazing. Well, at some point, of course, I have to have this fucking conference call. So we get dressed. We go downstairs. She's working, uh, kind of doing her thing on her her computer while I'm having this this Zoom call. And as soon as it's over, we just go right back to where we were before, just talking and bullshitting and having a good time. Just, again, I can't can't really stress it enough. Having regular, amazing play partners – it just changes the entire experience. Yeah, of course. You know, it really does. So. I think you owe the woman a restraint session. I'm just saying. No, no, no. hundred percent. Well, first of all, I didn't know she had them. <laughs> Never saw them before. Right. Had no fucking idea they were a thing. Yeah. That element of surprise. I'm sure she was trying to, you know, I mean, that's an exciting thing. It is. Well, also she had forgotten even tell me. Right. Because they had been there for four fucking days. <laughs> she put them there for me to be there Friday. Right. So she just. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The restraints are still there from Friday. I'm like, oh, well, that would have been nice to know before I was starting to fuck you. I mean, I just didn't want to stop yeah. doing what I was doing. I had a plan, you know. But, yeah, it was it was super fucking hot. It is never a disappointment to be with her for any reason. If it's drinks, if it's lunch, if it's sex, it's just fucking fun. And so, you know, you just I can't say enough good things about my regular play partners. Well, and what I think is so interesting, what I've learned most about you with having these two regular play partners now is that you have a type, not physically, but in terms of like personality in and out of the bedroom, because you are almost, almost every single woman that you play with is somebody who is a badass bitch in their real life. They are somebody who takes control, who typically is in like leadership positions or has very, like a very strong personality outside of the bedroom. And they want to be able to relinquish that with you inside of the bedroom. They want you to take control because in every other area of their life, they have to be in control and I mean I'm that way Susan is that way literally everyone even if you've only played with them once it seems like you're kind of drawn to that type of woman well just so of course I had the amazing opportunity to play with someone prior to Susan on Sunday and that interaction which we'll talk about at a later date that interaction was as intense as it's been I've played with this person before but that was one of the more intense sessions we've ever had it was really fucking intense like rough it was choking slapping nibbling biting uh, it was just everything you could imagine taken to the next level prior to the the last time that she and I were together and it was super fucking hot i mean crazy fucking hot you know and it's, and that's because there was a conversation about ramping it up a little and then it was another conversation about ramping it up. And then we were where we were. But I also had not seen this gal in a long time. Right. It's been a while. And there is something to be said for that anticipatory buildup 
knowing that there's something like you've had a great experience with this person before, you hadn't seen them in a while, and you're waiting for that experience again, right? Like you're getting that second fucking hit. And so it was it was fucking it was incredible. Yeah, incredible but back time. to my point, another woman who's a very, very strong person in her day to day life that feels safe with you yeah, enough to let go and yes. enough to just enjoy you dictating pace and, you know, basically doing whatever the fuck you want. And that's a yeah. really powerful thing. I, I think too few people understand that, that if a woman feels safe to just let go and relinquish control, so many fucking hot things can come out of it. Well, and this woman in particular, whole, you know, when we first started playing uh, Sunday, it of course, we're making out a little bit and we're touching and it. She has this amazing kind of little moan and, the, you know, the, the sounds that she makes are really incredible. But it was very much, a, you know, do what you want to me, take me, use me you know, that kind of connotation. And when someone says that to you, it's fucking hot. Well, it's hot, but you also now have a very serious level of responsibility, right? A hot level of responsibility. (laughs) Yeah. but Well, yes, but you you have a a responsibility now to fulfill that deep desire that this person clearly has because they're willing to vocalize it. That's a big fucking deal. You're facing someone, you're naked, your hands are on them. And then it's use me for however you want kind of thing. Like, holy shit. Like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I am so turned on right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. But I also need to make sure that you're getting out of this what it is that you genuinely want. You're making it very clear. No, but you're you're missing the point. When somebody says, do whatever you want to me, that is what's going to satiate them. I've said that before. Right. Use me however you want. And the more that I feel used in that moment, right. the more hot it is. So it almost doesn't matter what's happening as long as I feel used. Well, I remember very clearly uh, Susan saying to me, take what you need from me. Oh, fucking hot. Come on. Oh, my God. Seriously? Like, how do you not just come? Like, it's everything you can do, right? Not to lose it entirely. That's a big fucking deal. But that also, that's a a trust thing, too. (laughs) I think we're going to need time before we go to the airport after this street telling. I'm so fucking hot and bothered. Well, as it turns out, we just got an alert. We have an extra hour. But... (laughs) But that's just one of those things that when someone when someone says that to you, it's very much a trust relinquishing power. I want you in my space. Like I need you and want you in this space right now. Yep. But but it's very personal. That's not something Susan's going to say to everybody. And so it's a big deal for me. Yeah, of course. Makes you you feel special, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, that was the super hot retelling. Of course, I love when you play with Susan. Like I said, because you do come home. Like, basically glowing. And, I mean, you're always happy when you come home from having sex because you like having sex and you like the people you're having sex with. But it is it is very cool to see just this kind of, like, shining aura around you after you come back from a session with Susan. So that's how I know that it's going well. That turns me on. So that's a benefit. And that's awesome. So obviously we're going to be talking about this a little bit more on the bonus episode this week because that's what we do for our Patreon members. If you want all of that exclusive content and access to things like our secret telegram group you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers if you'd like something a little naughtier like i don't know an mfm threesome with me and two ridiculously hot men along with some other shit you should head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers brian has an OnlyFans, which is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy keep in mind if you plan to join us at an event in 2023 whether it's in denver or phoenix or houston or las vegas or literally any of the the other cities will be hosting in you need to apply for membership first and you can do that for free 
by going to members.frontporchswingers.com. Once you apply and are approved, you'll have access to all of the tickets for all of the events that we have coming up. Uh, make sure to follow us on YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And what else do we have? We have a lot coming up. We may very well be in Michigan soon. That's potential. Maybe Portland. We got a lot of stuff on deck. Stay tuned. Hell yes. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.